Hello, everybody. How are you guys doing? My name is Tiffany Ian. On behalf of Alexis and Nicole, welcome back to Down for the Count. So, this week we're going to talk about Chase and Rance and why he is able to still operate and own a wrestling school in which wrestlers who are known and unknown are still utilizing the facility as well as his teaching and going to learn from him and his coaches. I want to say this and then I'll let the episode start. There was a time when wrestling had a veil and there was only a privileged few who were allowed to go beyond the veil. Now that veil has been lifted due to social media as well as the speaking out movement and with the old guard leaving, there's a new regime taking over and it's just the veil is gone. Anonymity does not exist anymore and in wrestling kayfabe is dead you don't have the ability now to say you don't know simply because you choose not to know and on that note i hope you guys enjoy this episode of down for the count hey everyone welcome to this well off the cuff episode of down for the count as always i'm alexis and with me is tip and nicole uh, we're going to skip our usual interest because um, something's come up. I guess we can say this is a part two to an episode we did last year about one cheese and rants. Um, pretty much, if you haven't, go back and listen to that episode. Pretty much, the guy is a well-known pedophile who likes to fetishize little girls. Uh And I'm going to go throw up for a little bit. Nicole, explain exactly what is going on. So, um, Moose, uh, the the king of, you know, just having all the problems, um, decided to tweet that he was working on some moves at Team Vision Dojo. Team Vision Dojo is... The wrestling school that Chase and Rance unfortunately still runs and runs out of South Florida. But not only was Moose there, but also Casey, Catanzaro, someone else random, and Ricochet. So, mind you, it's like, why are you there? This is the first, this is my first issue. And then second of all, especially Casey, actually all three of them, Casey and Ricochet, you have access to the fucking Performance Center. The Performance Uh. Center is one of the most state-of-the-art training facilities, period, in sports. This isn't just wrestling, this is sports, period. Right, like, but you are going... This is giving me a headache. I need a drink. Um, <laughs> that's like I need that's a drink. Cheap, um, but then want to you know, it's like going from Gucci to fucking what the Gucci that sold outside of someone's car in the back alley of New York. Oh no, it's more of like wish that. Sometimes that'd be real. Why are they there? Like, why are they entertaining this person who has, he's a literal registered sex offender. And it's like one of those, and this is one of those industry things. It's like a well-known secret. Like, people know about it, but no one wanted, like, no one really said shit about it. Only only very few wrestlers actually, like, would call people out or call him out on it. And I had a, seen a wrestler tweet. He was like, people have known, have been making jokes about Chazen being a fucking pedo since like early mid 2000s it's fucking 2020 mm, that's not cool and that's it's like i'm fucking like i'm not 
tolerating that shit anymore. Like, it's, I'm over it. So that's been about three decades of him possibly hurting young girls going there to train under him. Yes. It de- if he, uh, okay, so let's, let's be, uh, we have to present the argument from all sides, unfortunately. So let's say there are no more victims, which to Nicole's credit, she did say that somebody came out and said that a 16-year-old girl they said she was dating him. Oh God! So I'm just playing devil's advocate, just to, just to give you every side of it. Okay. Let's say, for instance, we don't know about the 16 year old. Let's say nobody else has been hurt in the time frame that he served his time in prison for this act, and he's come out and reformed. All right. The question. Is, always is just like the last time we had a podcast about this my question still stands how do you are you allowed to forgive and then move forward from there because to me this is the ultimate act of of you you can't come back from this and the way i see it he shouldn't even be allowed to be in society you don't need to be here i'm not saying he has to die but his ass needs to be shipped off to the island just like the rest of the motherfuckers do. And y'all just need to go live over there. You live in your little private hell and I get to live here. Because you committed an act against a child. This is not like, this is a trauma that child will never be able to recover from. And, and you didn't do it. You, 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 you attacked a kid. So this most innocent being in life besides a, 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 an animal that can't take care of themselves. So what what are we supposed to do? Are we supposed to just be like, okay, well, he served time. No matter how horrible the crime is, he served it. So I guess we just need to let him live his life the best way we know how. Like, how, how do we deal with that? We don't. Like, the whole speaking out thing that happened, God, man, it seems like forever, like not even forever ago. But that speaking out thing is still fresh. There are still people coming forward with these stories. And I just think us as a society, we're finally, I think we should be fed up with this. Like, enough is a fucking enough. Like, what is this guy, like, what's it going to take? Someone being killed by these guys to have him locked up forever? And I don't mean locked up. Like, I mean, they put, in, they put him in a hole and they forget about him. I, like, I don't know. I, I don't think that anybody who commits to act like that should be allowed to be integrated into society because and, they will never stop with those urges. They will continue. Mm-hmm. So in my mind, you shouldn't be allowed to be in the society where you could be tempted. You need to be somewhere else. And if that means that all the money you made from this fucking facility goes to you being able to survive in this little tiny hell that you've created for yourself, then so be it. But it's you don't just, need to be here. Do do wrestlers even have a moral decency code anymore? I mean, I know that's no, like... No, I do. I'm, I, I, it's I'm like they, they're... Sorry. On their own little, it's almost like cops. I don't want to put all cops in, in the same circle, but it's like, you know how you watch cops shows and you see them and they're all banding together and they're like, we don't turn on our own and... Even though he's a bad cop, he's still a cop. You know what I'm saying? It's it's that mentality. And for anybody to use Moose as a gauge of good character, you're an idiot. That that speaks volumes. Anything to do with the Moose? He doesn't have good character. How are you gonna How are you gonna use him as a barometer? He doesn't know shit. And sometimes I feel like Ricochet is so damn naive. I would give Ricochet the benefit of the doubt. But given the fact that Ricochet's been in the business long enough to know what the hell is going on, I can't, in good conscience, be like, yeah, he doesn't know. He probably don't know. Casey might not know, but Ricochet knows. See, hang on. Hold on a second. I'm getting some more words a little quieter. Hang on. I just, I want to know. I mean, you can Google search anybody, especially Chase and Rance, because when you Google his ass, his first or second picture, it's just when he got fucking arrested. 
Yes, it is. <laughs> and, he's, and he's smiling in his mugshot, which normally would be like, hey, cool, but in a situation like this, like, motherfucker, you better be crying. Like, you're a fucking psychopath. Well, you probably knew he was gonna get out eventually. I I'm just, it. I'm a little, I'm a little taken aback by what Moose said. He was just like, y'all all want to look at the bad and don't want to look at the positive. And I'm like, the positive has nothing to do with what's happening in this video. Y'all learning how to take a bump on your stomach. Congratulations, that's a positive thing for you. Good for fucking you. But if you are willing to ignore and negate what he's done, then something's wrong with you. This isn't something this like, is not like he it's not like he went out and cheated on his girlfriend. Is that a fucked up thing to do? Yeah, but that's not something that can't be changed. That's not a behavior that isn't changed. This is somebody who purposely sought out a child to have sexual intercourse with or sexual acts with. And that's just the brutal basic truth. And if that is something that you can forgive, that's on you. But most people are going to take issue with that. Just They're going to be, be like, it's just me. This isn't like when they were like 17 and stole like fucking food because they were starving. That's, that's, that, that's whatever. Hold on. Like, this is, this is, this man, this man fucking hurt a child. He has gone after numerous children. This isn't something like a slap on the wrist you got when you were like, 15 and you know it was like when you're stupid or like you know like a redemption arc like you fucked up in the past but now you're tr- you're proving yourself to be a better person this man hurt a fucking child he has hurt numerous children and he has hurt numerous women one is missing to this day uh-huh. that woman's family is suffering while this dude is out still doing whatever the fuck he wants to do he claims he didn't have anything to do with that. And I call bullshit on that. Just just to make sure we cover our ass. He says he didn't have anything to do with that, so allegedly, allegedly. he had allegedly. something to do with that. Allegedly, he was also running around with Teddy Hart, who also, if we have to say it, allegedly was part of this woman's disappearance. And I still call bullshit on that. Well, they it, say Teddy Hart was peddling drugs, too. So, I'm just, at this point, if you know that he's a known drug dealer and that WWE stars and other stars are allegedly partaking in drugs, then what the fuck is going on with the wellness policy? And how come they're not popping positive? You know that WWE wellness policy is bullshit in the Apparently, they're only buying weed from him, from what I've seen. I don't want to say the person's Twitter account because the burner, and I'm not trying to blow up their spot, but, um, yeah, it's just like, what the fuck? Like, literally, like, what the, I was like, and no offense, honestly, he's probably just selling some. Do, do we do we really think Chase and Ranch really have like some good weed all like that? Like <laughs> he has like some fire shit. Like he's selling them like blueberry yum yum or or some Kush or some shit. Like, come on, that's what also bothers me about this. I just I just want to know when. I mean, I can't I can't fool the that they're naive. Because Ricochet is how old, and he's been around the business for how long? How long? I don't know, but Ricochet been in the business for a minute, so it it and was saying to me that he knows. To know Evelisa's fucking trash, he knows Chase is a pedo. Well, like it's right. This whole speaking out thing is proven that wrestlers cover for other people. And I'm not saying that it's every wrestler. Don't get me wrong, because there I, I 
want to believe there is decent people in this world and in this in this business still. I want to still hold on to that. Pete but, Dunn. When, but yes, yeah. We, <laughs> we Pete Dunn here, and Pete, if you ever somehow listen to our show, you are you're doing amazing, sweetie, and we support you 120% on everything. <laughs> Why but, yeah. Because he, he would destroy him, dude. Because everyone keeps forgetting Pete Dunn. Not only is he a veteran and a very well-respected veteran, Pete Dunn is also the father of a little girl. So um, I'm gonna I'm say something, Alexis. You might not like it, but you can have kids and still be a, a disgusting human being. I'm not saying mm-hmm. that, but I'm just saying in Pete Dunn's situation. Where he went after progress. He's a good guy. I won't take that from you. He's a very good guy. And I'm just saying, like, if we had more people like Pete Dunn in this world who was like, wait, you're dealing what? This dude would not have, he would not have his fucking training bullshit. And, like, okay, I'm from Florida. And all the wrestlers, when they retire, they go to Florida. And guess what? They open wrestling schools. So don't sit there and tell me there's, I mean, they even said it on Twitter. Fucking Gangrel has a has a goddamn training thing. Gangrel, um, Devon. Yeah. Um, who else? There's two more. I'm forgetting. Um, Tyler Breeze and um, yep. and Ty Dillinger, and then mm-hmm. another yep. fucking school. I'm like, first of all, Gangrel. I would go to that school before anybody. It's like, what is wrong with these people? Like. <laughs> Not even that. And if you don't want to go to South Florida, you have Tommy Dreamer up in Philly with the House of Hardcore. Yeah. Um, you have yeah. down here in Tennessee, you have the School of Morton. There's a couple of other ones, too. I don't know them off the top what of my head. What about the Lucha schools? I mean, all the Lucha wrestlers that got schools, you can go to one of them. Fuck, Seth has one in, in Iowa. Yes, he does. And, you know, it, there's other options. I don't see what people... I'm sorry, but it's like if I Googled this guy and your second photo to show up was a fucking mugshot, and not even just the mugshot, the whole thing of why you were arrested. I, why would you want to? Why 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 would you want to support somebody like that? I don't know, but they seem to to be ignoring the obvious. So everybody in South Florida, um, I just did a Google search of wrestling schools in South Florida. First one that showed up. Gangrel's Wrestling Asylum. That just sounds awesome. Because fuck it, I would go there. Coastal Championship Wrestling Training Facility. Fighting Evolution Wrestling. Monster Martial Arts. Eagle Empire Wrestling. Winwood Wrestling. American Top Team. Miami Elite Wrestling Cup. Freestyle Fighting Academy. I mean, the list goes on and on. Is it so, cheap? Is it cheap to wrestle with Taser Rants or something? I don't know. Hang on. Oh yeah, baby. It can't uh, be. That, it can't be that fucking cheap. You know who's really <laughs> cheap? Um, who did you name? Um, honestly, okay. um, I don't think. Honestly, and this is just from what I think. I don't think honestly, Ty Dillinger's and Tyler Breeze. I feel like their school wouldn't even be that much. No, like okay, let me. Um, Tyler Breeze said he got some schools. I'm like Jesus. Hold on, what I'm kind of money are you making? Gang Girls Wrestling Asylum. Hold on, I'm gonna see if there's a website. I don't think there is, but guess what? Everything I, I'm looking at. These are like the first, you know, because Google gives you the top ten. All of them have like 4.8. Gang Girls, the only one with the five stars. There's no. I'm trying to see if there's a website, but it's like, like. Why wouldn't you want to wrestle under someone like Gang Girl? I'm not saying like the dude was, you know, the most crazy thing out there and he was he was great or whatever, but it's just like I don't know. Everyone's highly rating it. Huh? There, he has a Facebook. Hang on, I'm gonna click on that real quick. What is it about what is it about chasing rants that people have to go to his school? There's um Create a Pro. You could also fucking go to Create a Pro. You have you may have to you gotta travel, granted. But okay, so there's not a website here that I'm I find, but um people are saying it's it's two it's two dollar signs, so it's not totally expensive. Because I know Tommy Dreamer, I looked at Tommy Dreamer's house of hardcore like 
way back in the day, and it was like three thousand dollars to enroll. Oh. oh, god. So I mean, wrestling school's not cheap altogether. Hold on, I think I found it. That's going. Oh, that's somebody paycheck. Shit, three thousand dollars. Hold on, I'm. That's a lot. I'm trying to pull up Game Girl's website right now. I kind of want to call him. <laughs> I, I guess... just want to understand what the allure is. Like, why do you have to go to Chase and Ranch's school? Like, what does he provide that nobody else is giving you? I don't know, man. I'm trying to load up the website right now, but it's it's trying to do its thing. Hang on. Don't don't wait on me because it's just gonna take forever to load. I'm just trying to get some clarity here. Because it just seems like he has something that everybody is trying to get. Now, Drugs, I know apparently. that it's possible that he could be a terrible wrestler, but he could teach better than he can wrestle, which is plausible. Some people can teach people how to sing, but can't really sing. You know what I'm saying? So right. I don't know what the allure is, but it just seems like something about him. Everybody likes going to him. And I, I don't, I don't understand. I don't understand how you can bypass what he's done and then just be like, okay, well, he seems like a great guy, so I'm gonna wrestle with him. That just, I don't know, man. That blows my mind. Like, but, like the but, thing is, sorry, go ahead. No, it's okay. Uh, if you're gonna question Chase and Rant then the rest of these guys that have been wrestling and all of these people who knew that they were scumbags and were wrestling with them anyway, like case in point, Will Ospreay and his girlfriend, Bea Priestley, is that not his girlfriend, Bea Priestley? Yeah. Yeah, okay, so you know that they're shitbag people, or at least it's been alleged that they've had shitty behavior, and yet they're still up on the pedestal and people still want them to come wrestle for them. So if you're going to chastise Chase and Ranch and the people that refuse to acknowledge his behavior and the things he's done, then that goes for everybody. That is around the board. Oh, no. I give I give B and Will all of the smoke. Street Profits would be very proud of me. Honestly, I'm, I'm, I'm shocked I'm not blocked by either of them. Because... I don't I don't like adding people. I have to be really upset and really like I only say I really only add people unless I'm going to say something really really nice about you and I think like, you know, it might help your day or something like that or if like I mm. think you're just like an awful human being and I just don't care about you and I just want you to just go like crawl in a hole for a week. So, they fall in the people I want to crawl in the hole for a week. So, I'll ask them but I haven't yeah. blocked yet. I don't know. Who knows? It'll happen randomly. Okay, so I, I got, I got Green Girls. Um, hang on, let me screenshot here so you guys, or see if I can, because I'm still. It doesn't say, but it says they're a non-profit school and it has easy financial plans. So I've got a finance plan. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so there's no excuse. Okay, so here I don't know. I know our, our listeners can't see it, but I'm going to pull this up for these two. But And guess what? The the schools that I wrote when I was Googling it, Jason Rance's school did not come up once. Like, what? First off, that just looked like a badass picture of Gangrel, first of all. It does. Oh, that's uh, cool. Let's see here. So it says here. I know it sounds like we're simping for Gangrel, but I'm just using his school for instance. It says here, Gangrel's Wrestling Asylum, I still think it's a freaking cool training name, is a pro wrestling training facility that still cares about the history and roots of pro wrestling. The trainers at GWA have almost 55 years of experiment experience combined amongst them and still have a love and healthy respect for pro wrestling with all the knowledge and tools to give you foundation and support you at chasing your dream to become a pro wrestler, referee, manager, or valet. We are a full Ooh, non-profit. for valets. I might need to look into that. <laughs> um, you should. I'll send you some stuff because I think AIW does that, actually. Okay. Well, Nicole, you did wrestling school for a while. How, how much, if you don't mind sharing, how much did that did you end up spending? Because I know you're um, unfortunate. 
with COVID, there's some you yeah, can't I do can't it. Do um, how much did I spend? I spent close to like six hundred and something, roughly. Mm-hmm. But it was like, I mean, it was a pretty long course. How long did I go for even? You were there for about three, two, three months, I think. I think I did like three, four months. I, I was there for a while. Um, And that's only because since I was only in referee school, mine was like a little bit shorter. But if I was doing like regular training, I'd still, well, not, I think they, they're slowly opening back up. Um my program would have been like a couple weeks longer but and honestly and the guy that I went he could have charged way more because this school was literally brand fucking new and I mean like brand new like brand new like that ring like the first the first day I showed up like that ring had only been used one time or someone had even went in that room like it was brand fucking new Wow. He could have he could have charged way more. And then it says that all like um nonprofit and I was just reading it on there, like all donations go back to it there's two things that the money for gang girls wrestling asylum. Money goes back to helping the school run because they're a nonprofit organization. And they also set up scholarships for kids who want to start wrestling but they don't have the money to start. So they have scholarships there for them. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> okay, what is this called? Team Vision Dojo? I'm going to Google it and see what, what it's rated. You got to love the internet. Okay, so it's in Winter Park, Florida. It, and on Google, it, said it has 4.8 stars, which I call bullshit on so much. But I don't know. I just, I don't get it, man. It's just like, going back to Ricochet, they have, Ricochet's been in the business for so long, they talk. There's no way he could have been, like, no one's mentioned this to him. Like, hey, man, I think you should not do that with him because he's a fucking asshole. This just sickens me. Like, Nadi, if you're not a decent, if you're a human being and this doesn't get you outraged, like, oh, here's, you guys want to hear some of the reviews I got left? And I I really think they got paid, oh, two hours ago, one star, two weeks ago, five stars. Someone said it was excellent. Best wrestling trainers. Oh, here you go. Here's one that'll make you sick. Best training school, Chasen is very supportive, helpful, and patient. Oh, okay. Yep, just like a predator. Biden is time. I just, <sighs> like, I don't know if Chasen, because like, here's what I really don't get about wrestling schools, like, especially this one. Wouldn't you rather, I mean, I don't know if Chasen. <clears throat> had a somewhat of a career or a career at all but like if you get the option to work under say Gangrel or Devon or Tommy Dreamer or Ricky Morton or whoever like guys who had been in the business forever and they actually know what's going on and then you guys have guys like Ty, Ty Dillinger, Seth Rollins they're coming out with schools like wouldn't you want to go to one of those schools instead of some dude who has a who's like this like, where's the fucking outrage from people? Like, why is he still allowed to to do this? And Moose just, Moose needs to fuck off. I don't like him. Like, at all. I don't he like him. Damn, niggas I have ever seen in my life. Like, he's always, I'm sorry. And I hate to say that, but he just, Every time, like, even with the test of shit, he was just like, y'all don't know everything, and we need to learn how to forgive. I'm just like, what? What are you Moose? talking about? Oh, oh, my God. Oh, Razor. Razor Ramon and Larry Zabisco overseas training. Someone get Scott Hall out of there, because I think he's being held against his will. Kevin, 
Kevin Sullivan. I'm really? not saying they have to be perfect. You just have to have some moral decency. And yeah. clearly, he don't have none. So, like, what is wrong with asking for moral decency? There's nothing wrong with that. And then you, you want us you to ask the question, well, what is he supposed to do? Supposed to take his licks like a like a grown fucking man, seeing as how he didn't have no problem taking advantage of that child. He ain't had no issues with that. If he want to work somewhere, go work at fucking McDonald's like everywhere else. You don't, you don't get privileges when you fuck up like that. Find another way to make some money without lording over people's lives like that. That's that's not cool. And for y'all to keep going to his wrestling school knowing what he's done, and then he's still exhibiting the behavior allegedly, and y'all know the shit happening. Because it ain't nothing worse than somebody who got some tea. Everybody knows the tea. Everybody. That shit gets out one way or another. So I'm confused as to how you don't know. And the way Moose talking, that nigga know. You're well aware. You're choosing to ignore it. So if you want to be willfully ignorant, you're going to go down with the ship too. When the shit hit the fan for real, for real. All right. <laughs> then you will most definitely go down with that shit. So that makes me wonder. Like, down with him. So that just makes me wonder where, um, you know, in the speaking out thing, people who were saying this trainer took advantage of thing, this trainer did this. Do you think y'all, do you think some of them were talking about Jason Rance? Because I mean, he, that could be a possibility. Obviously, we don't know for sure, unless anyone actually comes forward about it, but you know, it's a possibility. See, like, okay, you guys want to go get trained by... This is terrible. I wasn't even going to drink today. I drank for two fucking days straight camping, and this made me so angry. No, I'm right there with you. I I was a week without a cigarette, and now I just went and had one because of this asshole. So, I mean, I don't know, man. I just, I don't get it. I don't fucking understand. And this blows my mind. And I know I sound pissed off, but it's like, if you don't get pissed off over this, there's something wrong with you. (laughs) He just doesn't deserve, I'm just sick of people, especially people who harm children, having a platform. That's what bothers me. You know, he's he's harmed women. He's harmed children. For all we know, because in the speaking out thing, men were coming forward too. So it's not just women and children, but you know, men being assaulted by him, or God knows what. And I just said, and there's so many things that like you're just like, what what the fuck is going on? You know. <sighs> Well, I don't know. I just know it's a mess. I know that. It's just... Ooh, this guy. Why is this guy still allowed to walk free? I want to fucking know. I'm not trying to get political. I'm not trying to get political here, but this dude is walking free, still being allowed to be around children, women, whoever, and then you have guys sitting in jail because they had just had a little tiny amount of weed on them, and they're serving 25 to life. <clears throat> well, okay. Technically, Mr. Rant served his time for the deed. Okay. And now he's out. But he should be on the registered sex offenders list, which they say he is, and he should not be allowed to be around children. So... Unless he's violated that in some kind of way, he's done legally, he's done nothing wrong. This is about morality and where you stand. And we all know where we stand. But it's clear that when it comes to other people, they're willing to bend their morals depending on the person. So, I mean, if that's how you operate and that's how you roll, 
then I see where you at now. And I'm just, I'm not with that shit. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna have it where in one breath I sit and just be like, oh, well, you know, he, he, that was in the past. You know, that was over. Um, I can forgive that. It's not really my place to forgive. And I'm not really trying to punish him either. But there's something about that type of behavior that does not sit well with me. And I just, I'm never going to be able to be okay with you being around. I'm just not. Now, I was like, it's funny how you can leave jail, get back into wrestling. You got a whole school. You making money and you get to live life. And you've done this where there are countless of others who never committed the crime. They just dated a girl who was 16 and they were 18. And then they got sent to jail. And they've been on a sex offenders list for the rest of their lives. But you get to have the picture-perfect life, and you actually did this, and you've admitted to it. And this other person is over here still struggling, trying to just keep their head above water. So when you ask me... I also do think, and... Um, I, was it True Life or something? I think I was watching a True Life episode about that. The way sex offenders are registered also needs to be changed because I've read, like, I seen, like, this guy who was literally, I think he just turned 18 and his girlfriend was 17. And he got, Mm -hmm. end up put, got, getting put on a sex offenders list because, her parents were shitty or something. They, like, they told, even though, like, he literally had just turned 18 right before that. So they were basically the same age up until he turned, had his 18th birthday. But then there's people like this who are reintegrated in society and seemingly have no repercussions, but someone who was in a situation that wasn't necessarily their fault are basically have a scarlet letter their entire lives. Like, it doesn't make sense. Like, why, like, sex, the sex crimes and the prosecution of it is so fucked in this country. It's unreal. Well, you know, Jeffrey Epstein's little black book got released, and that's shining a hell of a light on this, but I don't... I just don't get why people choose to ignore it. I mean, this is not, this is something that doesn't go away. It's not like, you know, someone comes out and be like, hey, so this wrestler that you guys like, he got pinched when he was 16 because he was, he was stealing cars and all this. I'm like, okay, well, you know, he actually seems like a decent human being and he's came out and admitted that you, that's one thing. But when there's proven facts, and this was, and this is basically one of the worst kept secrets in wrestling, and y'all still pay this man money, y'all still want to hang out with him, you want to train with him, which I don't get because there are piggybacking, piggybacking on what Nicole said, there are people who don't even like, who aren't even NXT trainees or P, or performance center trainees, being invited to come work out at the performance center. And these are, like, big indie wrestlers, too. Like, because I think, wasn't wasn't Cross invited before he got signed to NXT? I believe so. I want to say I he was. say, yeah. You know, and I think, in, I, I, I'm, you've heard indie wrestlers, like, yeah, you know, I got invited to work out at the Performance Center. It was really, it was a great honor to work with those people. And, you know, you hear nothing but, like, glowing recommendations, like Nicole said. They have state-of-the-art workout, you know, machines, and that's how they scout you. They they have you come to the performance center and see how well you work with the um, coaches. Sometimes superstars are there, so they do do that. And I'm sure Cross was one of the people that they did it with. I mean, I don't know why they. I mean, maybe they just maybe they friends with the dude. I, I don't know. I'm I'm sorry, but like even if I knew someone who was accused of that shit, I'd just be like, uh, you know what, man? I don't I don't think I want to be around you for a while. I, I, I can't I can't make it make sense for you. I can't. 
because in my mind, he would be cut off. I would have told his ass off the moment he came up to me, start talking to me. Like, bitch, I know who the fuck you are. Why are you speaking to me? <laughs> Get your ass up out of here. Straight up. Like, I wouldn't have nothing to do with you. It's so I don't I don't know what is going on with Ricochet and him. I, I don't know. You already know Moose character. He don't give a fuck. He don't care. He was so he glad that only cat for fucking Tessa, but you know he's no offense, Alexis, but you know he's he's Captain Captain Save a Snow Bunny because he hates black women, <laughs> and then. Um, I don't, I don't, any, any woman who stands against Moose, Moose, even if if they're white, I don't, I don't, we don't claim them. That's his own self-hatred. Yeah. Um, I find that a lot of black men who are like that, and that's, that's no shade, because let me make something clear. I don't think all black men are like that. I think some black men just have their preference, and they still are respectable to black women. But there are those, and there are a lot of them that are so, they hate their own issues with black women that really have nothing to do with us. It's more of their own that they projected off on us. So somebody like Moose clearly got his own issues and traumas, which I'm not, you know, degrading or putting down. But when you go through life allowing those traumas to dictate how you see people, that's wrong. Because not everybody is out to get you or to treat you however the person who harmed you is treating you. And when you do things like what he does and what, like, 50 Cent and Lil Wayne do, that causes a whole other issue. And you've now created more issues in the community than need be. So if everything about him is how he could just, you know, I'm going to just keep on doing what I want to do because look at me, I'm making... I'm doing this. I'm like, nigga, you're on TNA. <laughs> Let's just keep it all the way 100. You're you're on TNA. You're not that great of a wrestler. Calm the fuck down. You have a belt because the woman that had the belt didn't want to come in to work, so they had to find somebody else to hold the belt, which, to be honest, they shouldn't have picked you. You, you, you wasn't the one. They got a plethora of other people who could have been the one. Sammy Callahan could have held the belt. Shit, what the fuck they give it to you for? Then you run around here looking like a black-ass ultimate warrior with no face paint. Yeah, you need to just reevaluate yourself. Just and You need to just get it the fuck together. And, you know, this isn't, like, Moose has no other option. He will, like, everyone will say, like, when he when he's done wrestling, TNA or Impact will be like, oh, you know, he's did this, this, and that. Like, bitch, you were the only people who would sign him because he's not welcomed anywhere else. He's, like, he is fucking blacklisted from almost every single company. And to be honest, a few people who I uh, I've met through a friend of mine who do small wrestling promotions, I, Moose gets brought up. They're like, "Yeah, we don't want that motherfucker around us. We want nothing." Oh, to why do with is him. that? Actually, I just so why is that? Part. Nobody wants uh, to work, really work with Moose. Why? And I have to read this. So this is from Seahawk on Twitter. He's actually pretty funny. Um, but he was like, but basically the tweet was like this, guys. There's a reason that when we talk about all the positive black shit about wrestling, when we do banners and graphics and interviews and lists and highlight reels and dream matches, we never mention Moose. Oh. So your own company won't even fucking acknowledge you. Because they know how big of a piece of shit you are. TNA well, I mean, is there... Is there anything to highlight when it comes to Moose? No. I can't. I can't. This is the same guy who made that point about Tessa that I completely missed until he said something. Like, when Tessa, before, I think this was, like, right before the allegations, or it was right when the allegations popped up, and he was like, have you noticed when, he's like, how, he's like, have you noticed 
how no women from any other company or anything haven't said anything. But when Kofi, but when Kofi won or when Kofi was going through Kofi mania, everybody was coming out the woodwork to tell how they were so happy for Kofi and they were excited to see where this was going to go, blah, blah. But with Tessa, it was fucking crickets. Except uh-huh. for Moose, of course. And then when he said that, and I was like, wow. Was was Moose even supporting Kofi? Because I think I've heard I don't know. Probably not. He probably I... said some wild shit. Because I've heard rumors about Moose where he doesn't support any, it's like, I'm not saying, you know, because you're a black wrestler, you automatically are like, yeah, woo, whatever. But, like, this dude's busted his ass, and it's like, we WWE got their, what they recognize as their first official world champion, which was too long, if you fucking ask me. But, okay. um, just saying. But, you know, I've heard just... I've heard just stories of Moose not really caring if you're a black wrestler or if you're a wrestler of color or anything. Like, it, as, if it doesn't involve him directly, he don't give a fuck. And, like, I heard, like, there were rumors that he was bashing Kofi and blah, blah, blah. And I think someone finally shut him down by saying, dude, you're just fucking bitter, aren't you? You're mad at the fact that Kofi Kingston worked his ass off, is a decent human being, has never gotten in trouble, and now he's sitting on top of the company, and you're just a fucking bitter old wannabe. He's like a washed-up wannabe. I don't even know well, what's a boot-licking bitch. That's, that's a better description. You're a boot-licking bitch. You know exactly where you stand. And you know you ain't gonna get no further than the bottom of somebody's shoes. So you lick the boots. That's what you do. And you see somebody else coming up, you jealous, but you gonna have to live with the choices you made. This is your fault. Why you live why you in this fucked up company? Your fault. No one you blackballed you. because of you. You're and it's like no one told you to do what you did to your ex. Right. You ruined your own football. You ruined your own NFL career. You had no one to blame but yourself. Oh, God. He was in the NFL? Yeah. Yes. And the NFL kicked him out? Yeah, was that bad? You gotta be real shitty for the national No, I didn't. Yeah. Well, I don't know about that, Alexis, because Ben Roethlisberger is still in the NFL. That's what I was about to say. But I was it's about like to say, it, it depends on how much you, how valuable you are to the NFL. If you're valuable, they'll work with you. If you're expendable, they get your ass to fuck up out of here. Simple as that. Because if you're, if you're a good, if your stock is high enough, they're just gonna make you do some bullshit. They'll cut your pay for X amount of time. All sorts. That's of how stuff. they won't even do that. Because I don't care what nobody say. Tom Brady is a cheater, and so is Belichick. They're cheaters. They're known cheaters, and they cheated several times, gotten caught, and still get to be considered one of the greatest champions of all time. And I'm like, the fuck? Oh, no, we got this started. Oh, boy, here we go. No, no. You, you can, it depends on what you do, who you are to the NFL, how much money you bring in, all of that is the factor. And I'm sure his must mouth ass didn't bring in shit. So they was like, get the fuck up out of here. Damn. Yeah, because they even covered up Cordell Stewart's, you know, benchmark. Or Sure did. Ray Rice, the Ray Rice situation is a prime example. Are you talking about or you can go back even further than that. Ray Lewis killed somebody. <laughs> Ray Lewis what did, murdered somebody. Sorry, my husband just walked Went in. He's like, why? He, Daryl's like, why are you guys talking about Cordell Stewart? <laughs> oh, Slash. <laughs> Cordell Stewart is allegedly. I use the term allegedly very loosely. Um, is on the down low. Has yeah. been for years. They say he's gay. He's, he's, he's gay. 
He's gay allegedly. I'm saying allegedly because he's very Sue Happy. Um, so allegedly. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so he was allegedly caught facilitating sexual advances, favors, or whatever from a gay man at a park bench. Wasn't it Philly? Was it? He's still a slash. I don't give a shit about his orientation. He's still a slash. <laughs> not that. He's a great football player. Nobody's taken away from his talent. No, and that's he why just... they covered it up for him. They just no, it's... when they hurried up and had him um get married to Portia. Who, who, who cares if you look? I don't care if, what what your sexual orientation is. Okay, just like don't be a fucking prick. But like getting get we're this this whole episode's on the rails again. I fucking love it when we do it. But, Guest starring uh, Alexis's oh, husband. Well, ladies and gents, that's all we got. And ain't got no more. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode of Down for the Count. I'm going to talk to the ladies and see if we can revisit this topic and maybe get a clearer understanding of what we want to get across in terms of what to do with Chase and Rance and why is he always given second and third chances while others are shunned and pushed away. It's very interesting to me. One thing I want to be clear is that you need to be careful of the company that you keep and be more selective about the company that you keep. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode of Down for the Count. And the question that Alexa posed in our podcast that I'm going to lead to you is what do we do about chasing rants or others like him? I leave that question for you. We'll see you guys next time.